0: Alright, so we're continuing our series, and the series is called Stay Positive. Um, So many reasons in our world, so many opportunities to be negative, so many things can happen in our day where we just get frustrated, stressed, Um, no matter who you are. If you're a human being, you have every opportunity every day to be negative, because there's going to be something that happens in your life that's like, why? Why? It's a person you work with, if you're a teacher, it's that kid in class. Um, if you're a student, it's the other kid in class, whatever it may be. Maybe your own kids. They have a reason to just drive you nuts sometimes. And you love them, but, you know, there's always those moments where we can be negative. You could, it could be something huge. You read, the, like I said, I think I said this every week, but you read through the news, my goodness. Everything in the news is always terrible. Everything's horrible. And so you read the news long enough, it's like, man, the world's falling apart. The United States is gonna, pretty soon just not even, you know, we're going off a cliff. I mean, everything's falling apart. And that's not to say there aren't bad things, there aren't negative situations, because there are. But sometimes all these things can combine to give our whole mentality a negative mentality. So we're talking about staying positive. We've looked at, um, last week we talked about being grateful. That's one way you can be positive is being grateful. I and mean, gratitude unlocks in our lives uh, an ability to appreciate so many other things. It's, it's the virtue that unlocks all these other virtues in our life. So if we're grateful... Um, we can also be generous. We can also be uh, forgiving to somebody else because we've noticed that, you know, I've been forgiving a lot myself. Um, so, gratitude is such an important thing. Um, we, we've talked about all these other things. We're going to go next week and look at um, I'm enthusiastic. Um, I don't know if you consider yourself enthusiastic. You might just be like, Eeyore, whatever, whatever, Eeyore. Um, but uh, God, God's called us to be enthusiastic. That doesn't mean that everything we're like, yes, I get to move somebody's furniture to the third floor and they're, oh, yeah, praise the Lord. You know, I stub my toe, praise God. Um, you know, that, that's a little weird and, and uh, I'll be unusual, but we can be enthusiastic in our lives. So we're looking at that next week. Um, but, you know, there's so many reasons to get discouraged. Talking about, I'm encouraging today. And you can be discouraged. You, you know, this past, since Wednesday or Thursday to today, I've been very discouraged by every team that I like in football. <laughs> day my son's football team that I helped coach, which doesn't look like I'm doing a whole lot, uh, lost 44 to nothing. They got annihilated. And so that was not fun. Um, I was very discouraged. Uh, all the efforts we've been putting in have not paid off. Uh, then I go home, I'm like, all right, my Falcons are playing. All right, Atlanta Falcons, yes. And they get all the way down and they can't pull it off. Same thing as the playoffs, they lose. I'm like, okay. Friday, you know, I'm this, you know, I like Lexington High School. My daughter goes there, drove by, you know, see what the score is. didn't actually go to the games today. They lost. They lost to South Aiken or something. Okay, Saturday, turn on Georgia Tech. Um, you know, I, my brother went to Georgia Tech. I'm, I'm going to a lot of Georgia Tech games. I like Georgia Tech. Watch it. They ended up losing at the end. They were doing fine. They lost in the end. Fumbled it. All the stupid stuff. Okay, well, let's watch the Gamecocks. You know, we watch the Gamecocks. That's, that's encouraging right there to watch the Gamecocks. And that's just a good ex- exclamation point on all of it. Watch the Gamecocks and they didn't even show up to play. So, oh, then I watched Clemson. At least if the Gamecocks lost, maybe Clemson could lose. You know what I'm saying? I'll be encouraged by that. And no, they actually eked one out and won by two points. I'm like, what in the world? So, uh, yeah, if, if, you know, there's always an opportunity to be discouraged, uh, even with silly things in our lives. Um, but maybe, you know, it's, you're a kid and you try out for the team and you don't make the team. You know, I mean, my son, uh, you know, he's all about sports, and, and I know how discouraged he would be if he didn't make the team. Um, you know, go try out for basketball, and you are like, oh, you're too small, you're too short, you don't make it. He, he would deal hard with that, and for some people, like, well, that's no big deal, but for him, that would be. My daughter, she, she has so many opportunities in her life to be discouraged, and sometimes, uh, sorry to put you on the spot, but you know, she went and ran a race cross-country yesterday. She, she did really well. She, she got her personal record, fastest time she's ever run in her life. She beat her course record by two minutes, and then they were like, you know we're gonna demote you to JV." I'm like, oh man. I did my best I ever did, and you're gonna demote me? i tried so hard to practice. So, so many opportunities to be discouraged, you know? Um, maybe you go to the doctor, this is something serious, and they tell you you got bad news. Like, oh man, I didn't want to hear this. Uh, you could be at work, and, and you been working on a project, or whatever, and maybe your boss is like, this is, this is trash. <laughs> What are you doing? Or you're home and maybe you feel like your spouse is being critical, um, you know, or or whatever. may be. You're know, like, man, I just, I can't seem to get it right. Nobody appreciates me. Now maybe you get new clothes, you try them on, people are like, I new shirt. Yeah? Okay. they give you a little like mm. You're like, okay, well I thought you liked my new shirt or I didn't like my new pants or you don't like them. I feel bad, I bought these pants, I thought it'd be cool. Um, you go on social media, I mean, this, I mean, we got like hard evidence these days. Kids get on social media, and their friend has 1,000-something you know, followers, and I only got 400. Or they got 75 likes, and I only got 20. So I must not be as cool. I mean, I'm discouraged because they have more likes. They have more followers. They have um, more people paying attention to their life. Uh, maybe you look around, it looks like all the people you follow hey, on so Facebook, they're having such a wonderful time in their life, which is all fake. They just post the best things, but it's like, man, look at mine. They're they're eating this nice restaurant. They're touring Europe, and and here I am eating a bologna sandwich. You know, what is this? My life's, my life's, I'm just discouraged. My life stinks. And so I want to encourage you this morning in your life, and I want to encourage you to be an encourager. I want to encourage you to stay positive in a world filled with negativity. I believe that God is calling us all to be encouragers, God wants us to build other people up in their lives because that's what he does for us. One of the most spiritual things you can do, I want to submit this to you this morning, one of the most spiritual things you can do is be an encourager. Not just pray for an hour and a half, read your Bible forever, but if you are an encouraging person to other people, you are doing something highly spiritual. You know, The first blank here, it says our God is an encouraging God because that is true. God himself is an encouraging God. He encourages us. That's what he does in our lives. He gives us the courage to do what we can't do. He fills us with his spirit so that we can accomplish what we can't accomplish on our own. Look at this in, in 2 Corinthians 7, 5-6. This is Paul speaking. He says, when we arrived in Macedonia, there was no rest for us. Maybe like Rita said, you're so busy, you're running around this left, right. I feel like that sometimes. I know Mike's feeling that way. There's so much going on. Uh, there's just no rest for us. This is, this is hard. and we, Sometimes life gets stressful, stressful. Sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. Sometimes there is. But, you know, that's life. He says we face conflict from every direction. With battles on the outside, fear on the inside. Battles on the outside, fears on the inside. Sometimes that's how life is. we got this stuff coming at us from the outside and inside. We're dealing with stuff in our hearts and, and we're just struggling. And he says this, but, but God... Who encourages those who are discouraged, encouraged us by the arrival of Titus. But God, who encourages those who are discouraged, encouraged us by the arrival of Titus. This is what God does. He encourages those who are discouraged. Paul was discouraged. Paul was going through a lot. He was stressed. He was trying to do all these things God called him to do. And it was hard. People were coming at him. He had to deal with all the issues of the church. And it was tough. But God encouraged him, and look how he did it, by the arrival of Titus. You're like, I don't know what Titus is. Well, Titus was just another (laughs) believer, another brother in the church. And he showed up, and God used this guy to encourage Paul. God loves us so much that he will encourage those who are discouraged. And he does this in ways that maybe not seem spiritual. So God may encourage you just by having somebody in your life you know, pat you on the shoulder, pray for you. Maybe that's spiritual. But, you know, God can use all sorts of means and methods to encourage us. And for yeah. Paul, it wasn't some massive thing. It was just this guy showing up mm-hmm. and being there with him. Think about that. We can be that encouragement. We can be that tightness to somebody else. We can show up when they're going through things and just be in there. Could be an encouragement. Or, if we're not careful, being there could bring him down further. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We don't want to be those people man, I'm going through this. Oh, wow, that's terrible. Whoa, whoa. You know, we, we bring him down even further because he showed up. We want to be that person that shows up and encourages, lifts up. This is what God does for us, and he can use us to do this for somebody else. Um, I, I heard a story of this pastor in this big church that, you know, this, is, this, this could happen here, I suppose, but in big churches, you don't know everybody's name. I remember when I was at a big church, so to speak, uh, I didn't know everybody's name because there were random people that just come all the time. And there's, you know, you thought, I think I've seen that person before. I don't know. And, you know, they come once a month or once a year. And so anyway, he, he saw somebody come through and he just kind of introduced himself. He was in the lobby and he's, you know, hey, let's say your name was Stephanie, you know, and Connie. Her name was Connie uh, or something, Whoever was what her name was. But he remembered her name and he just had a little conversation. And then she came back the next week and he's like, hey, Connie, how are you doing? And she just broke out in tears. Like, okay, well, did I say your name? Was that not really her name? I mean, I just think, you know, maybe I got it wrong. I always have that weird feeling, like, you go out and kind of step out the ledge and like, yeah, no? Okay, all right, cool, we're good. But she just started crying, and she shared with them that she was thinking about ending her life. But she decided to give God another try to see if anybody cared about her, anybody loved her. And she just showed up to this big church, and just so happened the pastor was there, and he remembered her name. And this truly transformed her life just by this pastor remembering her name. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the simple things that we can do. It's sometimes not the amazing huge things that God's Mm asking us to do. It's the simple things where we can encourage somebody else and God can use us. Maybe just by remembering somebody's name and showing interest in their life Mm -hmm. when nobody else did. Nobody else was. And we show up and say, you know what? What's going on? How are you doing? This is something that we can all do. You know, we can receive encouragement so many different ways. I want to be available to God no matter what the, what the way is. I mean, but think about the ways that we've been encouraged by the Lord. Maybe you, you've listened to the radio. You ever had this when a song comes on? And you're like, oh, wow, that really ministered to me. That song where, you, you know, I, I put YouTube on and the, like the next one comes up and you listen. Like, oh, wow, I never heard this one before. You got like, your Spotify or whatever, you, you're streaming it. And it just ministers to you. That song does. It's right, it speaks right to where you are. Maybe you're reading your Bible, and, and this verse is like just popping out. It starts just like speaking to you in such a tremendous way. Or maybe and this happens to me because people come in and like, I just read that scripture this morning. I was just studying this, and then you're preaching on it. And, and, and just these little ways that God can encourage us and say, you know what? I see you. I'm with you. you know, I, I got you. And so, so God does this in so many different ways. Somebody, somebody texts you. And says, hey, I was praying for you. just thinking about you. I hope you're doing well. My youth pastor does this. Um, he lives in New Orleans. I visited him a little bit ago. But he'll do this. Just send a text. Hey, man, I was just thinking about you. I you know, love you, man. You know, just those little things you can do are, are just a, a, a breath of fresh air and encouragement in your life. And God can use those things in a powerful, powerful way. So three of the most spiritual things you can do. As we talk about encouragement as a spiritual thing. Here's three of the most spiritual things you can do. You can encourage others daily.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Encourage others daily. And why is that? Because the voice of discouragement, like I said, just like negativity, discouragement is so prevalent. People are are walking around under heavy loads, Mm -hmm. tearing themselves down, feeling horrible, feeling like they don't live up. They're not, you know, I don't measure up. I'm inadequate. I, I can't make it. That's how people live. And they don't say that. Most people don't share that on their face or, or their life, but inside they're feeling like, man, I'm I'm just not where I need to be. I'm just not who I'm supposed to be. I'm just not but I'm not this other person. And if you speak encouragement, you can break that in people's lives to a degree. Your encouragement can really make a difference. People go through so many different things that just a, a voice of encouragement on a daily basis can be so powerful. That sense of inadequacy, that feeling that I'm not... You know, I'm just not a good mom, I'm not a good parent, I'm not a good provider, I'm just not doing well. That can, that can be broken through encouragement in people's lives. The Bible says this, Hebrews 3.13, But encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Encourage one another daily. The Bible tells us to do this, with one another to encourage each other. Every single day. We need it every single day. And it can be simple. It can be just simple as, hey, man, you looking fresh today, Daryl. But Daryl always looks fresh. So, I mean, he knows that. Or, I mean, it just be, hey, you know, did you get a new haircut? You know when ladies get new haircuts, you're supposed to notice that? Guys don't do a very good job noticing that. But, you know, hey, I like your hair. And the answer is never, I don't like your hair, by the way. So, you're going to be encouraging. Celia and I were talking about this. Should you ever, like, be dishonest? Well, it's not dishonest because it's subjective. So, hey, I like your hair because it, why not? I like your hair. Right? So be encouraging. Don't say your hair stinks. Yeah, I liked it like it was before. I mean, because they got to live with that haircut for a good while. So, hey, I like your hair. You know, that's nice. Looks good. That's not wrong. We encourage people. Um, so, so here's how you get a rule to live by. You can write this down if you want. If I think of something good, I want to say it. We used to have the opposite rule in my house. If you can't say, can't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Remember that one your parents told you? Don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything else. How about if you have something nice to say, say it. Don't hold it in. If you have an encouragement, and you're like, oh, no, just say it. Just take the risk and say it. If you have something encouraging, if you have something good to say, then say it. Make that a rule in your life. Encourage more than you should or more than you feel comfortable with. If you have something good to say, share it with that person. Whether it's through text, send a text. Hey, man, I just want to say I appreciate all the whatever you did in my life. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, this person. Thank you for, and that's going back to gratitude, right? But being an encouragement to somebody else. If you have something good, say it. This is why I believe small groups are crucial. We're looking at this and trying to get it going uh, because we get together, we can encourage one another and just share good things in each other's lives because who else is doing that? As you go through your day, you go to work, you do whatever you do, who's really trying to build you up? I don't know that there's a lot of people really making that effort. So when we gather together as a church, we're here to encourage one another. To build each other up. And someone will say, man, I'm going through a tough week. Well, you know what? I'll pray for you. I'll remember you in prayer. I'll be thinking about you. I'll be, you know, I'm here with you. You're not alone. When we do that, we build each other up When we encourage one another in our faith. The Bible says this. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Our meeting together should be an encouragement. When we gather for these groups, we're going to encourage one another. Because that's how we keep going. Because life is too hard sometimes. It's the enemy, our spiritual enemy, is attacking people and making them feel like they're worthless and like they can't do it. There's temptation. There's different things that we're facing. We need that encouragement in our lives. We can't just live in isolation, show up at church, listen to a message, and then leave. Because we need relationships. We need encouragement in our lives. And we need to be that for somebody else. You know, the word encouragement comes from the Greek word parakaleo, which is to call, to call for, to call out, or to call out the best. And I shared this when we talked about gifts, but it's the same, it's a verb, and the noun for that verb, which is the same. Connects together is the word used for the Holy Spirit in John in the, in the Gospel of John, the Paraclete, the one who is our Helper, who's our encourager, our advocate. This is why encouraging is such a spiritual thing because the the third member of the Trinity is an encourager. Yeah. He's the one who's calling out the best in us, calling the, and that's what he wants us to do to, to be that in somebody else. Now we can't replace the Holy Spirit. We're not the Holy Spirit. But we can be like the Lord. We can emulate him when we call out the best in somebody else. Encouragement is such a powerful thing because it's the role of the Holy Spirit to comfort, to advocate, to help, and to call out the best in others. So we encourage one one another daily. But number two, we encourage others spiritually. Okay, so you can compliment Darrell on his fresh outfit. That's cool. You can say nice haircut. Hey, I like your new car. That's great. You know, hey, whatever may be. Good job on the race. You did awesome, right? These are good things, right? People feel, man, I'm not good enough. So we need to do it, but we also need to encourage others spiritually. This is taking it to a different level. It's beyond the haircut or you can run fast. This is where we we say, you know, I'm going to peel back the blinders of somebody's eyes and show where God is involved in. So when we encourage people spiritually, we're trying to allow them to see God's activity in their life. You know what? I really see how God's been working in your life over the last year. Like this is, Maybe sometimes it takes relationship, right? Sometimes it doesn't. Maybe you can just meet somebody randomly and encourage them. But uh, over relationship, you can say, you know, God, I've seen God really working you, Mike. I've seen him transform you and leading you forward. This is the cool thing about a, a faith community because we know each other. And we can encourage one another, and and we can see progress, and we can see growth. And this is how we supercharge, I believe is how we supercharge our church. Romans 1, verses 10 to 12 says this, One of the things I always praise for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you. For I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. When we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith. But check this out. But I also want to be encouraged by yours.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This, is, this is cool. This is Paul writing here. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times we think, well, you know, my pastor encourages me and he, he challenges me spiritually. And I listen to messages and that's cool. But the Paul, the, the leader, he wants to be encouraged too. Right. He's like, hey, I need some encouragement yes. in my. I want to be encouraged by your faith.
1: Because yes.
0: this is this is not a one-way street. This is a two-way street. We're here to encourage one another spiritually. Sometimes we think, well, you know, who am I? You know, I'm just, you know, I haven't really been serving God that long. Or I, you know, this is my pastor. This is leaders. (laughs) These are these type of people. And I'm this type of person. That's not what the Bible says. Paul wanted to be encouraged by these new believers' faith. They haven't been serving God very long. But their steps that they were taking in the Lord encouraged him. You know, all right, well, cool. God's up to something here. This is good. So this is how a church works as well. I mean, we we supercharge our our church when we are encouraging one another spiritually. When you're encouraging your pastor and he's encouraging you, when you're encouraging each other, and and this is how we grow together. Uh, And again, life groups, small groups, this is why they're so important. Because we can get into each other's life, not so we can be gossipy and complainy and all this stupid stuff, but we can build each other up and say, you know what, I see that God is working. When sometimes we can't see it in ourselves. We can help people see, like, you know what? I see God. God's got something for you. And when we sometimes can't really understand how it's all working together, we're, we're to be there for one another. You know, I look back in my life, and, and I, I grew up in, a, in, I would say, a very a good youth ministry. Um, my youth pastor, I I'm still consider him a mentor. Um, other youth leaders that, that were just adults in the church would volunteer and be a part of this ministry on a Wednesday night. They'd go on trips. And we created a, a, a community through that. It wasn't just a, a, we go and we eat chubby bunny, we have marshmallows, in our mouth. Chubby bunny. I don't know if you ever played that one. Uh, you know, you try to see them make marshmallows, you stuff in your mouth. And um, I mean, we may have done that once or twice, but then they outlawed it, you can't do that, some kid choked somewhere along the way. But, um, you know, sure, it's, there's games, you're having fun, because you're, you're dealing with kids, right? You're dealing with youth. But we created, it was such a community of, of relationship Where over time people encouraged my spiritual growth, that was the end result of it, and that's the goal. You know, maybe you have fun, you do things together, but the goal is that I allowed people into my life because I had fun with them and I hung out with them and I trusted them enough that they started encouraging me and saying, you know, I see, I see something in you, man. You know, maybe I'm gonna give you this opportunity. So I I became the announcement guy back in the day. I would do all the announcements. So I feel you, man. I was an announcement guy. And I didn't know if I even did a good job, but they would encourage me. Like, you know what? You're not bad in front of people. You know, you could do okay. And, and, and I would get these opportunities, which are probably more than I really deserved. Um, but they're encouraging my spiritual gifts developing and, and encouraging me moving forward. And, and so in that community, I, I grew. And I would go on retreats, and, and they would encourage me to seek God. You know, because we'd go to church, and I would just praise. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, amen, I was praying, it's good, but you get on this, you know, hey, we're going to have a prayer service, and when this prayer service, we're about two hours into this, you know, you can't just be like, oh, sweet, no, what's next, you're actually digging in, you're seeking God, and when you do that, it's pretty amazing how God will show up in your life, and so they encouraged me, hey, don't just be that guy that's, you know, you just hear, okay, it's all good, but seek the Lord, put your heart into that, you know. Put let all these distractions, put them away and see what God will do in your life. And so it encouraged me, my faith, and, and I did that. And it was amazing. The Holy Spirit started showing up in my life. You know, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. I started feeling called ministry. Like, wow, what is this? You know, like God, and then I, some other retreats, you know, I, well, I feel the same, like confirmation of people. I'm just sharing all this in my life because it was the encouragement of others in my life that has led me to be where I am today. And I believe that's the same for you, and I believe that it's not a one-way street, that he's calling us to be that encouragement to somebody else. Even when sometimes we don't feel like we're at the top of our game. You know, the, the people that encouraged me were not perfect people. One of the closest youth leaders that I that really made impact my life ended up getting divorced. His wife left him. I mean, there's some cra- you know, they weren't like perfect people. But he's, he's still serving the Lord. He's still trying. He, I mean, he's a good guy. Uh, but things happen, right? Yeah. So it's not that you've got to be this perfect person to encourage somebody spiritually. All right? You, you just do the best, and you trust the Lord. You follow in him, right? Yes. And you say, you know what, God, I want to be available to be that to somebody else. Because this, this relationship with you is not just about me feeling good and me having my little ticket to heaven. It's about making a difference in the lives of others because you have made a difference in my life. So we're to encourage others spiritually. Um, how do you do this? Let me just share with you real quick and we'll we'll get to the last point. Number one, we need to walk in tune with the Holy Spirit. We need to walk in tune with the Holy Spirit. If you're walking through your day and you're so busy, you're so going, you got to get this done. Before you know it, your head is on the pillow, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then alarm goes off and you do it again goes off you you. and do it again. Then I'll hear, we're back here on Sunday. Sometimes I feel like that's my life, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you feel like that's your life sometimes. You... So we got to, we got to, like we said, that was good. We got to breathe. take, Be still. Walk into with the Spirit. All right? That doesn't mean you don't have things going on because we all do. But we have to somehow carve out time where we can listen to the, the Spirit, try to walk into with the Spirit. And so number two, that we look for ways to highlight God's activity in a person's life, so we can even say, you know, I see God in the world; He's doing this, or in that person's life, I see God; He's at work here. So we look for ways to highlight God's activity in a person's life. It's like seeing with spiritual eyes what may be seen just naturally. Um, you know, you've always met people; you've probably met somebody's like, man, I, I should have died, man, back in something, you know, in '89. I had that something happened, and I should have died. I might something had a motorcycle accident. I mean. There's people that have these stories, and and we can see that. Well, God spared your life, right? Rather than saying, well, that was crazy. You should have died, yeah, but you didn't. But hey, you know what? I think God spared your life for a reason. That's where you encourage somebody spiritually, right? You call out in them. uh, Mike was saying he did this with somebody this week. He was meeting with somebody, and and this person is down and lower than anybody. And he says, you know what? God's still got a purpose for your life. That's how you encourage somebody spiritually. Like, wait, really? You think so? That's a powerful, powerful, powerful thing to encourage somebody spiritually, not to say, man, you know, uh, that's tough, man. That's hard. But see, you know, what? God has still got something for you. I I can see God at work in your life. He's going to do something. When somebody can't see it for themselves to be that person that encourages them to see that God is still who he is. So we have to look for ways to do this in somebody's life. And I'm not saying you got to be so weird or, or like. Everything is a spiritual man. You know, the people that talk about it, they pulled up and they got the parking space because God was, you know, God just opened up the doors and, and it, I got that right parking space at the mall so I can go shop and spend all my money. Um, you know, I don't, you know, we're not taking to extremes. You know, that God is always, you know, when I, I turn on my computer and it booted up faster today, go, praise God. You know, like, you know, there's so many ways we can be silly with it. But the truth is, we want to look for the things in the natural that really have a spiritual reality. Because there's so many things, we can just take it in a, in a natural way. You know, but God is God is at work, and that's how we see with spiritual eyes. And, and when it makes sense, we take the normal and we can make them spiritual, when it makes sense. You know, when somebody does well in sports, hey, God's really gifted you. How are you going to use that? I'm telling my son that. So how are you going to use a gift for, for him? You know, so you, you take up what's normal and you make it spiritual. And finally this. So not only we we encourage others daily, we encourage others spiritually, we encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Um, This may sound kind of weird, but if you're familiar with this passage in the Old Testament, Uh, it's 1 Samuel 30, verse 6. Um, Sometimes there is nobody to encourage you. You may find yourself and you're, you're going through a day, and it's not true that nobody's there to encourage you, but it feels that way, Right? There was a time in David's life, uh, King David in the Old Testament, where they were out doing their thing with his army. And they were battling and doing this. And they left the women and the kids back at the camp. And the Amalekites came and took all the women and all the children and just captured them. When they get back to the camp, the people are so distraught, so discouraged, so don't know. I mean, they're just so tore up that they decide, you know, what we want to do is we want to, David, we're just going to kill you because you're a terrible leader. And at that point, there's nobody encouraging David. David, it's okay. Don't worry about it. They have wives and kids. We'll get more of them. Don't worry about it, David. I mean, nobody, nobody's being positive, because that's a tough moment to be positive. And, but David had to do something in that moment. He didn't say, well, nobody's encouraging me. I guess I'll just, you know. But it, it says this in the scripture. But David encouraged himself in the Lord as God. David encouraged himself in the Lord as God. Sometimes... You just have to tell yourself, you know what, God, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what's going on. But you're still God. You've got to encourage yourself sometimes. You can't wait for somebody else to do it. Especially if you feel like you know, God's calling you to be an encouragement. You can't be down on yourself all week long. Wait for somebody else to build you up. When God's called you to go build somebody else up, well, you know, I'm just bad. So I'm just waiting for somebody to pat me on the back. Well, you know, encourage yourself in the Lord. That's what David did. He said, you know what? I'm going to find strength in the Lord my God. Because I don't know what to do, and I don't know the answer, but I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord. God, you will supply the needs in my life. God, I have faith for this. God, if you are for me, who is against me? You know, the Bible says I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. God is working all things together for the good of those who love him. Called according to his purpose. What the devil meant for evil, God's going to do for good. I mean, we could start standing on the, the scripture, standing on the word in our own lives. Yes. Rather than taking a whole week off, taking a month off, just being like, you know, and everything's terrible. You know, my whole life's falling apart. No. God has something for you. God wants to use you. And so sometimes the, we have to encourage ourselves. Yes. We have to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Um, there's something called a five-year journal. I don't have one, but I thought about getting one. But I do journal, and I do write things down. And it's interesting because we have such a tendency to forget what God has done in our life. We get into these moments of crisis and hard times where we're like, man, what, is, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? I don't know how this is going to work out. And we, we just as human beings have such a tendency to forget the goodness of God. In a five-year journal, what you do is you write down like 2018. And the next year, the same day in 2019, it's kind of like Facebook, I guess, with the pictures that pop up on your thing. This is what happened eight years ago. But it's a journal. So you're writing down what happened. You're writing down, man, you know, this is what I was facing. This is the, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then you look back and then a year later, wow, well, God, you worked that out. God, I ain't worried about that now. I mean, God, I you know, you're faithful. So, so maybe the things I'm facing today, Lord, maybe you'll work those out too. Maybe those things that are seeming impossible, maybe God, you have an answer for that too. Um, sometimes we got we to gotta look at our lives and really, maybe i encourage you, go. they got them on Amazon you want to just make your own, or just want to look at your own journals, go back and see how God was faithful through the difficulties that you faced. So, as we wrap this up this morning, we've got to remember to encourage others daily. Even in simple things, remembering somebody's name. Remembering who they are, just paying attention, sending a text, saying something nice. That's, that's all good to do. The world's too negative for us to be negative as believers. This world is too, too hard to live in for us to, to contribute to that. We got to be people that build others up, and we got to build others up spiritually. We got to be people that are in tune with the spirit, so that we can help others see what God is doing. And sometimes, you know, sometimes we struggle with it. And so, even amongst ourselves as a church, we've got to encourage one another spiritually. And that's really how you know revivals start in churches, because people start seeking God, and then it encourages somebody else to seek God, and then somebody else is like, you know what? I'm not satisfied with just mediocre. I want to see God. I want to know him more. And then everybody starts doing this, and it's this encouraging, powerful thing in the church. And people start saying, "You no, I'm, I'm more interested in knowing God than all the religious rituals and stuff. I just want to know Him, and I want Him to make a difference in this community. I want Him to do something powerful." And so when people start seeking. It's a it's contagious, and it's the same. And sadly, it's the same way too. Where when complacency can be contagious. Where people come and they just kind of go through the motions of church, the motions of religion. And they're just, man, who can get the buffet first? You know, who can get to, to the, the restaurant first? That's what we're trying to do. We beat, beat the Baptist, beat the whoever to the, to the restaurant. And, and so I would pray that as this church continues to figure out God's plan and purpose, that we would understand that His purpose is for us to be an encouraging church. For us as individuals to be encouraging one another, we're not here to tear down, to pick apart, to judge. We're here to build others up. Does that mean that everybody's doing everything right? No. Does it mean that my sermons are amazing? No. Uh, But we're here to encourage one another, right? We're here to build others up because life is so hard sometimes. And that could be the most powerful thing in somebody's week is, is that encouraging word you speak to them when they come and gather. And to do that more effectively, we're going to gather in circles. We're going to gather in groups. We're going to say, you know what? What's going on in your life? How can I pray for you? And we're going to get honest and real, and we're going to be authentic with one another because that's how we grow. And so when we don't even feel like we have that, maybe you're going through the middle of your day, and you're like, everything's going crazy, you just stop and take a moment and encourage yourself in the Lord. Maybe you just close, you know, maybe if you have an office, you turn the lights off or whatever you got to do. Maybe just find some quiet place somewhere and just say, God, I need you right now. This is a tough day. Um, And so I, I know that you're with me. I just, I'm not feeling it right now, but I know you are. And God, I need your, I need your strength. I need your power so that I can be who you're calling me to be. And so let's just bow our heads and close our eyes. And Lord, I pray today. Father, I pray as as we are in your presence in this this moment this morning, that you would be an encouragement to each one of us. You would speak life and encouragement to us as we go through hard times. For those that are down, those that are struggling this morning, that have come in with heavy burdens and loads, God, I pray that you would lift these from their shoulders, God. They would would hand them over to you, God, and you would lift them up. Help them, Lord, to see that you are there. That you are the living God. You are alive and you are at work, even in the hardest times. God, we look to you this morning. We believe that you are with us. And as we're here this morning reflecting on this message, wondering how many of us would say, honestly, you know, I want to be that person that's encouraging to somebody else. I don't know that I you would say, you know, I don't know if I have a gift of encouragement or maybe I don't have it at all. Whether I'm good at this or not good at this, whether I naturally encourage people or I never encourage people. I want to grow in this area of my life. I want to be somebody that builds others up, not tears them down. If that's you, would you lift your hand just as as an act of of, of affirmation? I want to be that encouraging person. I I want to build others up in my life. Thank you. Thank you. God, I thank you for those that lift their hands right now. God, I pray, Lord, that you would. See our hearts, and see our lives, and you would so enable us to speak life, to speak hope, to call out the best in others. God, I pray, Lord, as we gather together in small groups and life groups, that you would we would build each other up. God, that we would help others see the spiritual, help others see your activity in their lives. We would spur one another on to love and good deeds. God, I pray that we would we would go a single day without saying something encouraging to somebody else. That every single day we would want to make it our, our goal to be that person for somebody else. God, because you will use that because it's spiritual. Lord, you're an encouraging God. So Lord, help us to be like you. Holy Spirit, fill us with more of you. Fill us with more of you. God, I pray this message just wouldn't be just mere positivity would just be something that is like a sugar rush and then we go out and we, we just kind of forget it. But Lord, let it be something that resonates in our soul. God, your call on our lives to be an encouragement to somebody else. God, I pray that we would take it to heart. And it would transform who we are and how we, how we live and, and what we do. And Lord, I pray that you would go with us, God, today with fresh eyes, fresh vision for our lives. Got excited for what you're going to do because you are a good guy. I right, thank you, Lord,
1: in Jesus' name we pray. We said, Amen.